Shalom Bracha, New Year. We had originally thought maybe we could finish Tari Yitzayin before Yom Naram. That didn't happen. We are in paragraph Vav. It's been a little while. We'll give a little bit of background just to bring us current. Uh, maybe if we have time, we'd say uh, a nice uh, a nice thought from Parshas Bereshis. But in any event, we'll take an extra minute to go through, to go through the Torah up until now. We'd started off in Torah Yedzai in paragraph Aleph. The first line, Framing out the discussion, it is impossible to have Yira to receive Yira and Ava except for the Tzadik Hadar. And the reason is because the Tzadik Hadar is Megala. He is the one who reveals Yira and Ava. Uh, this is a statement that is going to be unpacked at length. The first paragraph was very long, and it was, uh, by design, we said a little bit, uh, not necessarily repetitive, but looking at the same the same idea from different uh, from different sides. So we said that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, and it's not, not not to say that there's a world, no matter how wonderful, and that HaKadosh Baruch Hu interacts with it, and there's Hashkacha, but that the world itself, the fabric of the world itself, the canvas on which the world itself is painted, so to speak, all of that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is the, the programmer behind that. So it's not like, you know, you, you take an apple, but the apple also has, you know, it has a stem, it has maybe the leaves that are attached, because this is the way the apples work. In, 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 the, in the computer program behind the world, right, if you were playing it, by an analogy, you know, have the, uh, a video game. So even if you're the main character that's going through the maze, but if there's certain graphics that are on the side that might be tangential to whatever you're, it is that you're doing, those things would have had to be individually thought about, coded in to the program. In principle, I don't know that there's any difference in what the programming code looks like for something that's central to the video game versus something that might just be uh, part of the graphics. The differences in terms of in terms of the patterns, in terms of the design, in terms of what the intent is, in terms of where things lead. From the point of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem is, is infinite. Hashem is Ein Saifias. HaKadosh Baruch Hu dictates every single detail of the world exactly with intent by design towards, uh, towards a particular tachlis, what gives things more, or in other words, just stated a little bit differently, because a person has limited resources, so it becomes, there are certain things that are more or less important to do during the day. It's more important to run, you know, the international politics and the wars on the world stage than to try to figure out uh, something that might be on a an anthill or a caterpillar. But if you had unlimited resources, then in there's no real difference between uh, between something that's bigger or smaller. Um, the, what, the only real difference that things make are the way that they affect the tachlis and the purpose for which you're doing it. There might be a lot more dynamic and a lot more moving pieces to something that's going on in the insect life. You know, there's billions of like species, whatever it is, uh, than what's going on on the world politics stage. The reason that we deem things more important is that they're more relevant to us. So that means that what the, the the way that the world is designed and the importance and the chashivas that things have are the way that they relate to the ruts and habayre in terms of how they're designed. What is the ruts and habayre? We said that kala elam nivra ela bishvil yisrael. We, we just lay in Parshas Bereshis, and therefore, since the Ratzon Hashem, the Tachlis that HaKadosh Baruch Hu 
that that was built in to the creation and to every single element of creation. If it didn't relate, in, sometimes it's not so clear to us how that works. But if it didn't relate at all to the tachas of why Hakadosh Baruch Hu was creating the world, then Hakadosh Baruch Hu uh, didn't create it. There was no need to create extra pieces, and therefore the uh, the tachlis of the Bria was that uh, that Klal Yisrael in in uh, in general and every specific Jew in specific will be operating and uh, within the world in order to bring a, a tikkun and to give nachas to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and that there should be kvoid malchus. We spoke about this before Rosh Hashanah. And uh, in, in that case, if the entire world is there so that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should have hisparis uh, in Klal Yisrael, which we, which we also explained, then that means that a person who wants to bring out the relationships with ha, with ha, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has with the world that needs to be able to see and look and search for and understand the entire Bria through the lens of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's relationship with Klai Yisrael, Klai Yisrael's relationship with Hashem, how it is that we uh, that we are able to fulfill Ratzon Hashem and how we're able to bring out that purpose in the world. And this relates to every member of Klai Yisrael. There are no extra pieces it could be that some people are more or less engaged in fulfilling their tachlis, but one of the things we said is even Paisha Yisrael, the sinners among Klal Yisrael, if they're still part of Klal Yisrael, then they are a member of that organism. There are no extra pieces. And therefore, therefore, the tzaddik who is constantly seeking and searching and finding the worthiness that exists within Klal Yisrael, there's Avas Yisrael at stake. Every single, every single member of uh, every single person within the Jewish people is relating to something that 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 the universe was created for him. If the, because because there's the, every single person. If, if if you're born, then that means that the, I think we mentioned that I heard Shem Lubavitch Rebbe, and I think Rav Nachman has a similar idea also that the day that you were born is the day that the world needed you to exist. That there's a piece, there's something. It might be objectively speaking a bigger or a smaller piece, but since we're looking for Shlemos, then something that's uh, only 99% Shalim is 100% missing, right? Something needs to, it's 100% not complete. And therefore, the tzaddik is the one who is able to look at the world through this lens. He's able to look at the Jewish people through this lens and understand the hisparis the, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has in the Jewish people fulfilling every single nuance in creation. And this is not just Again, in a general way, this is also in a specific every member of of uh, every member of Klal Yisrael and every member, every little item, every spe- specific item within creation, and even within an item creation, there's going to be a right arm and a left arm and a right eye and a left eye, but there's only one nose and one mouth. Every single thing by design relates to the tachlis that uh, that, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is designing the world for. Everything is part of that puzzle, and everything is by design. And since Hakadosh Baruch Hu created the world, Bishvil Yisrael, Bishvil Tayr Yisrael, Rise of Hadhu, we've matched up. There's the Ramach Ivarim and the Shasag Gidim and Tariag Mitzvahs. All the things that ultimately connect when you're looking at it through the lens of the of the structure of the Pneumius, and then the Pneumius, the the code that's within the 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 shirkaima the 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 structure that's within creation will then be able to reflect itself in different ways, but but when you're able to look, we look backwards, but when you're able to look backwards and then be able to see that structure and then and then work your way back looking forwards, then you're going to appreciate every little detail, um, and you'll also be able to appreciate. 
to the extent that we can appreciate the godless of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and will appreciate, will have a hisparis of us towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu and HaKadosh Baruch Hu towards us and we explain that through the tefillin that when we have a hisparis in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is represented by our tefillin which gives a certain dynamic when the goyim, when the Gentiles come into uh, come into contact or that when, when they see that Klai Yisrael is wearing tefillin and the hisparis that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has in Klai Yisrael is represented by the tefillin as it were that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wears and those tefillin speak, have parashiyas that talk about the greatness of Klal Yisrael. And the more that there's a gilui of this, the more that we're able to taste this, to see this, to bring this uh, to us as a reality. So that's the difference between hearing about the greatness of the king and being in the king's presence. And the tzaddik is the one who's able to bring these points out that brings a yira, that it brings a tremendous awe. And once you come into uh, face-to-face with this awe, with this melech, and then the melech takes a personal interest in you, we spoke about the uh, th- this this yira also bringing along the next step going towards going towards Ava. Now, in paragraph 2, we said sometimes a person's Ava and Yira is obscured, even though they might be in contact with the Tzaddik, but the light that's coming from the Tzaddik and this Gilui becomes obscured, and he doesn't merit being able to understand all of these ideas, and he's not able to relate to Ava and Yira. Uh, and therefore, a person could be we, we mentioned by uh, by Ephron. Ephron was, he was willing to sell Maras Machpelah. He was there. He was close to Avram. He was close to Maras Machpelah, and it was, he didn't have the Kalim to a appreciate these things, and then to him it wasn't, it didn't have value. It could be, I don't remember, maybe we used the example maybe like a, of an eclipse, you know, there, there could be a, a, or a, a very a very bright light, and yet it could it could blind a person, or maybe it would be so bright that it would almost like create black spots in a person's eyes. When a person doesn't have the kalim to be able to absorb it, to contain and to appreciate a certain amount of light, so then then that will, it, it could even be viewed as a darkness. It would be too much for the person. Now, how is it that a person is able to rectify himself so that he's able to relate to the tzaddik, to be able to uh, relate to the Ava and the Yira that the tzaddik is bringing, is me- being Megala in the world so that a person can come closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, through the tzaddik? Uh, a person has to be able to get rid of all of the things that are holding back, all the things that are clogging his keli, right? That are making it that he's not able to absorb and contain this light and to uh, to uh, to receive the shefa coming from a kaddish baruch hu. Uh, we said that it's ksilus asechel. It's foolishness, and we we explained that this was the concept of the of the mizbeach, and we related this also to the avod of eating. And in part, some of the things we said about the Mizbeach, the, the Mizbeach was a, a, a tremendous avod in connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu when they, uh, they brought animals as karbanos. Certainly when we look at ourselves, look at at, uh, at at human beings, we look at Adam, we have these two parts ourselves. There's the Ruchnius part and there's the Gashmius part, and they come together, Mafli Lasos, the Neshama inside the body, but we have our animal faculties, as it were, the physical faculties. When people came to be uh, to, to be Makrav Karbanos on Mizbeach, they were taking uh, animals, they were sacrificing those animals. It was representative of a serious Nefesh. There was actually a feeling that a person was in place of the Karban, and they're taking all of these things, and they were being Makrav them it was a sacrifice on the Mizbeach, and the, the, there were birurim going on. In other words, there was clarification. Which parts go on the Mizbeach? Which parts gets burnt to the Mizbeach? The blood goes on the Mizbeach. Certain parts might go to the Kohanim. Certain parts get burnt. Certain parts sometimes maybe had to go outside uh, outside the camp. Everything, really, there was a there, there was a clarity about the tachlis and the purpose uh, to everything. When we look at the total structure of an animal, we took a look at the total structure of a person, so well, we're not just a bag of a, a bag of bones and a bag of blood. It, 
separately. All of these things come together for the total package. But uh, certain parts of us are ikker, and certain certain things certain things are tuffel. When our body is a vehicle towards avodas Hashem, so then the primary part that we look at the world is through our ruchnias, through our neshama. And the vehicle through which what's driving the bus, the the body is it's it's a merkava for the for the neshama. I am driving the car. Nobody says that the car has its own independent identity. If the animal is part of us and those desires and those ambitions, those goals are running the show. So then the neshama, the nefesh, as it were, is animating that. And it's a question of where what's considered primary. When we had the mizbeach, part of the avod of the mizbeach was to make these birum, these clarifications. When we take a step back. And we're not just operating as a person. We're able to really see things in context. What's what's the primary part? You know, when you break it, uh, the, the person can't function when you separate out the blood and the uh, and the the meat and the, the the hides and all these things. But when you you're able to take a step back and just look at everything separately, understand the tachlis. Then when we when we go back to our lives, we can take that with us. That avoda is represented as well in eating. There's the waste product. There's the nutrients. There's the there's the vitamins. A person can't just take vitamins and live; they would they would die. A person can't just say, "I'm not going to eat." I'm only going to take vitamins. On the other hand, if a person only eats things that have zero nutritional value, they'll they'll also die. So food also comes together. The body has a process of birurim, where certain things go into the blood, certain things become waste matter, and. The idea of eating when when a person when a person eats appropriately, similar to the idea and the avod of the mizbeach, so then it can bring out a certain clarity. When a person eats and that those those ideas are uh, are are distorted, and in terms of what's primary, what's ikker, and what's tafel, if uh, then it was going to be the opposite. We say paragraph three says three says through the very avod of eating, it can bring out the seichel, uh, and on the other other hand, a person, if he eats like a gluttonous way, that would be the, uh, the idea representative of Pagam is Beach. And the klipas would be onek through that day, the very shefa, the life force. A person, why should their nasham leave their body? Why should a person starve to death? If they don't have any food, the very avoda of the eating is 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 one place where the through the physical, but that acts as a vehicle that we're able to be revived. The person could be very lethargic and not. Uh, you know, even their mind is not really going to have clarity until they eat, and they feel uh, they, they feel nourished. So, eating is one place where the, where this where we see this this point of this this meeting place almost between the ruchnis and the gashmis. And depending how a person eats, it's going to depend how the life force comes through him, and it's going to affect also this dynamic between the ruchnis and uh, and the gashmis. Now, the we we said that let's say a person has a pagam. So, first of all, a person who has not been eating properly has to fix that going forward. But what about the pagam? The pagam is beach. How is that fixed? What is the ticken for that? The ticken for that is through gerim. Uh, the 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 only power. We we said where was it? A paragraph Dalit The there's always going to be the the Shefa is coming down to the world. So whether or not in our example, if the the primary point where the uh, where the things that's that's taking the nourishment for itself, so to speak, is the animal portion, and swept up together with that is the neshama. So then there's going to be a distortion, but the uh, the the viewpoint the uh, the, the forces that are going to be yonek from that is going to be the klipa, it's going to be begeder avodazara, and that's really from a pagamiz beach, from the wrong birun, from the wrong priorities. We're simplifying a little bit so that we have a makum to relate to it. These are very lofty ideas. 
when uh, uh, on the other hand, well, so we said, well, Geirim, when Geirim come and they reject even their own religion, they go and they take not only their priorities in a physical way, but even a distorted perception of Ruchnius, and they're able to see the MS. What that is, is that allows a full tikkun of this distortion of priorities, both in terms of Ruchnius and Gashmius, and even in terms of wrong uh, ideologi- ideologies and wrong religions, and that that, that is going to, uh, to allow a tikkun of this idea of Pagam Mizbeach. Moving on to paragraph, hey, where, where are we finding these game from? How are we getting them to be receptive? The idea of communication, in terms of, certainly in terms of speaking, we said if there's a storm wind, when there's a lot of static, when, when there's a lot of uh, forces moving in different directions and there's no clarity, there's no tranquility, then one person is not going to be able to hear another person, right? You can scream into the wind and the person won't hear it. When it's a very tranquil, quiet environment, then even a small, subtle noise people will be receptive to. So one of the, 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 the ideas is is that we have to clear the air. How does a person clear the air? Through charity. We quoted a Pasuk, Hain Yosef Reim Rabim, Wealth adds many friends. We we said giving charity to a uh, to a deserving Torah scholar to a Talmud Chacham. The Talmud Chacham encompasses many neshamas. A concept that's uh, complex. We've we we spoke about it a little bit and spoke about it in earlier Torahs. But when one opens up those channels of giving and it, it facilitates that relationship, uh, the then the it, it opens up it opens up the channels to make to to make people receptive to one another and in. A, even in a in a general way, it clears the air. Now, what what does this have to do with uh, with converts, people that are not relating to the Talmud Chacham? They're not relating to they're not relating to the Jewish people and to these ideas. Perhaps we can explain that the. W- the ideas that we're talking about relating to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, forget about whether or not it's uh, from from a Jewish perspective, from a Jewish perspective. We're talking about how Kaddish Baruch Hu created the world for a tachlis. This is there's this is truth. There's the way that we are discussing Torah ideas is not one approach among many approaches. The the way that a person has bechira, it's only because. We don't have the correct perspective. This is part of the part of what I would mention if I have time to to say a thought. Otherwise, maybe I'll mention next time about the, what we were talking about the Eitz Das that after the Adam originated from the Eitz Das, and then there was a uh, you know so then they were Yudea Teivara. So what changed? They didn't know Teivara beforehand. But the 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 idea of where we stand as we relate to these ideas is a confusion. It's an eruv. It's a mixture of the concepts so that we no longer really see black and white, what we do is we see gray, and then we have the Tyra, and we have a Kaddish Baruch Hu telling us what's right and wrong. Otherwise, a person doesn't have the Tyra, depending where you are. If are you in New York or San Francisco, or are you growing up in a different type of an area, the ideas that seem progressive, that seem correct or incorrect, that seem advanced or you know, old school. There's no real objective, right and wrong. Things are dictated. The very, the very subjective. But do we really have a sense? Do we? Do we really have a sense of right and wrong in a vacuum? 
No, so because we have the Torah, we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, if we, or if we can tap into that uh, truth, and we have the Tzadik to be able to give us a window into that for all of the various ideas, so then having a uh, a choice whether or not to acknowledge these ideas as 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 truth and as reality and as the Makam Fravoda and the, the universe in which we live is the same as having the choice whether or not I want to build a building and acknowledge that 2 plus 2 is 4, or whether I say it's going to work better for me to say that that 2 plus 2 is 5. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is HaMakom. This is the universe in which, the context in which the rea- reality exists. The fact that you have a different reality, that, that that's because your perspective is off. You don't have a choice to decide what's true or not. Therefore, once the air is cleared and there's, a, the, the, there's an injection, there's a giloy of truth in the world, the, the way that we explained, the Goyim, those who have other other ideologies will actually see hints to this truth or contradictions in their own religion. In the in the first paragraph of the Kuzri, it talks about the, this this king that was his heart was in the right direction. He had a dream. It said his heart was in the direction the right direction, but his meisim, uh, but his meisim were off. A, a person who really is an errant, then he's he's going and he's looking into things. They're going to find contradictions in uh, in their writings and religions that are just going to make, certainly if not the truth, but it will make the problems in their own approaches emerge so that once they're presented with the truth, there will be a real appreciation for that. And therefore, once we're able to clear the air, clear the static uh, in the world, and this is done through tzedakah, through charity, through increasing the love, through increasing the connection, even people that might have been on the outside of that, they're not a member of the Jewish people yet, right? They're not they're not attached to the tzaddik, but nevertheless, the since it, once the static is clear, then there will be a recognition. The truth will start to emerge, so that even people that are far away will start to see the problems, even in their own writings, and certain p- patterns will pa- will will come out, so that they will be able to acknowledge the truth within Tyra. And now we are ready to move on to to paragraph Vav, which is going to start off with, uh, you know, going further into this concept, how specifically these gamers are going to find contradictions to their religion in their own books, and ultimately convert. And how could it be that others will not find these contradictions? In other words, if you're going to tell me that the very status, it's not really a, a, an issue about any particular Gerim, but you're telling me that the, the the dynamic of the world changes. The 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 darkness recedes, the confusion recedes, the static of the air recedes, and the truth comes out. Well, once a person is presented with the truth, I mean, I guess in principle, yeah, there there are, there are going to be people that are more or less intelligent, but Lamaisa. Once a person sees that there's one here and one here and one plus one is two, so that's not a, that's not a choice. How is it going to be that some people are going to be receptive to this and some people aren't? And this is where we're going to start paragraph of. Achda continues that these Goyim that find in their Sfarim uh, ideas that really are generated from the clarity of the tzaddik, which again is even though even even the Jews we said members of the Jewish nation are not going to be receptive to this Ava in Europe, but that's because of the static that came from Pagamas Beach. But that's going to uh, that, that's going to change once we're able to clear this clear up the static to uh, be able to clear up the Pagamas Beach to allow the truth to emerge through giving tzedakah. Shazem Machmas Bechinas Hatoiv Hakavush Tachas Yadam. 
the reason that the gerim are going to be, or goyim before they become gerim, are going to be receptive to this is because it's not creating something new, but there's some bechina of toiv that is captured, that is suppressed underneath their control, which means that what we are, we're not creating something new, but what we're trying to do is awaken to allow something there to resonate. Hainu bechinas etzlam. Some sort of chalak, some sort of parts of the Jewish neshama, which is kavish, which is held captive by them. The idea we we didn't explain how this works yet. This sounds very strange to us, but the the idea that there is t- uh, some element of taiv that is suppressed that's within the garden that we can wake up. That taiv is a bechina of the neshamas of Yisrael that somehow that somehow within them. What we're going to be saying, right, is that Gerim to come, and then ultimately the Gerim are part of Klal Yisrael. So what we're doing is awakening, just to foreshadow in very broad terms, we're going to awaken this chalik of the Nishmas Yisrael. We're going to, once we awaken that, you know, the it'll become like magnetic. It's going to want to come back, but because it was within, you know, think about pulling cotton back out of uh, a, a, a something that was it was intermeshed with something else out of thorns, when you grab it, sometimes uh, some pieces are going to come back with it. So as those that, that Kedusha, those part of the Chalik of Neshama Yisrael is going to be awakened in order to come back, then certain other you know certain other parts are going to come back with it, and that's going to be like dragging uh, dragging the Geirin back. Now what does this mean? Kikolotovu rak bachinas Neshama Yisrael because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we already said, created a good world. This is, this is a little bit of, uh, you know, I'm going to lead into the idea, just it's the first first week back. Take a little bit of extra time. It's okay, and I, I want to mention an idea that I had about the about the parsha, but I think it's very relevant. We said over here that our Kaddish Baruch Hu had Razan Hashem. Uh, there was a Bchachmasa Bara Alma Hakadosh Baruch Hu had and uh, had a Razan to create the world, and all of that was for Taiv. Part of that Taiv was facilitated through the creation of an entity called Ra, of something that seems to have a Rechuk from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and because the way that it's presented to us, there's a Toiv and a Ra, there's an A and a B, so we are able to have Bechira, we're able through that to earn our own existence, and therefore that's going to be better for us than had HaKadosh Baruch Hu just given it to us. If somebody is given uh, is given a thousand dollars, or somebody earns a thousand dollars, they relate to they, they relate to them much differently when they earned it, and therefore HaKadosh Baruch who allowed us to be the Bala, the, the master, the creator, as it were, of our own good. And in order to do that, there had to be Ra. However, this idea of Rihuk, this idea of Ra, only exists from our perspective. Meaning, if I, let's say, had a tremendous flashlight, the sun was shining at a wall, and then in front of the wall, I put up a screen, or a person is, the sun is shining on a lot of people, one person is wearing sunglasses. The person wearing the sunglasses is living, from his point of view, in a darker world. That doesn't mean that he's any closer or farther away from the sun than the person standing next to him. That's only from the perspective of the person who's behind the sunglasses, behind the lens, from the perspective of outside looking in, then they're just as close. So a Baruch Hu created a good world. This is one of the uh, the problems that lead, led people, you know, to Avodazara. If B comes from A, that means that the Sherish of B is in A. So if there's Ra in the world, that means that Ra had to come from something that had in it sh- that, that the Sherish of Ra was in it. So if our Kaddish Baruch Hu is Kuloi Taiv, then there can't be any Ra. Elamai, there has to be more than one God or other Avodazara concepts. However, those things are answered, but it's a paradox. It's a problem.
It has to be. Uh, it has to be understood. Uh, it's a problem. It's one of the greatest uh, things that Hakadosh Baruch Hu did was be able to allow something to manifest as Ra in order to facilitate the ultimate good. Therefore, the way that we that the way that we perceive it from point of view of our avod is Ra. But the idea of Ra, whatever Hakadosh Baruch Hu uh, had systems he put in place with with various things that went through and the spheres and things in creations, things that are above us that ultimately allowed for there to be a perception of Ra that came so to speak down the chain. At the source, 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 there was only Taiv. Klal Yisrael is Be'etzem rooted all the way in the source. So the Neshamas at their core, Klal Yisrael, there's no such thing as Ra. It's only down the chain when there's this mixture of these, uh, 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 of whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu put into the Bria that allowed it to, that, that was able to present itself as Ra really for a temporary time in history, uh, in, in the scheme of things. That uh, th- that allows, in other words, we say uh, we've mentioned before. I heard a thing from Rav David Gottlieb. We say Gamzu Taiva. Even Nachamish Gamzu said Gamzu Taiva. No, no, so people will sometimes say that means everything is good. That is not what it means. It does not say Gamzu Taiva. What it says is Gamzu Litaiva. Sometimes it's going to be obvious. Sometimes it'll be less obvious. A person misses the bus, and it comes out that because he missed the bus, he met the the person he's going to marry. You know, let alone if the the bus had an accident, whatever it is. A person lives in a world where he says, I'm peacefully Yeshua. It's a watchtower. I, I can't see the end of the story now, but I know looking forward that because the end of the story is going to be good and the, the, everything is there, sometimes things happen by way of punishment of, as a person needs to be put back on track. But because the tachlis of the world is to be good and to get closer to Kaddish Baruch Hu, I know that even though I don't have the perspective to relate to it as, as such now, and I don't have that perspective, it's hard and it seems to be hard and it's a challenge. However, it's not ra, that's also good and I will ultimately see that that, that will be lit taiva so that looking back when I see the consequences it's all going to be litaiva, but right now something something bad happened in my world, and that's legitimate. Even if you say gamzu litova, you still say baruch Diana ms when something that's bad happens. That's all from our perspective. But he says the, the the idea of Taiv at its core, the neshama of Yisrael, where the neshama comes from at its root, the, that's above the whole creation of Ra. Taking a little parenthetical aside point, my question on the parsha was. After the original sin, the beginning of uh, Ravi of Parspreshes, Vayomra Shemelokim, Hain Haadam Haya Kahad Mimenuladas Taivara. Now that they ate, the Kahad Mimenuladas Tovara, Rashi says, Hareu Yochid Betachtoinim, Kemoishani Yochid Bel Yoinim. What does that mean? Mahi Yachidis Yachidaso, Ladas Tovara, that he's knows Tovanra, Mashain Kain Bebehema Vachaya. Okay, now the the idea, and I think that there's truth to the idea, and I, I, I think that it's, uh, if anybody, anybody can tell me what they think. So what's going on over here? Adam didn't know Taiv and Ra before the Chait, then, you know, that's hard to say. If we say now that a person ate from the Eitz Hadas, they know Tov and Ra, and beforehand, well, let's say they didn't sin. So let's say the things have gone, so to speak, according to plan A. So Adam, Adam Arishon had a mitzvah, a mitzvah uh, not to eat from the Eitz Hadas, and they would have had a bechira, and they would have they, they would have done what they were, Adam would have done what he was supposed to do, and then there would have been tikka, and everything would have gone splendidly. Well, in order to have bechira, you have to know Tov and Ra. You're choosing Tov over Ra, so now he he was more expanded. Now he knew Tov and Ra, and before he didn't know Tov and Ra, there was a bechira. If there was no bechira, there wouldn't have been original sin. And further, well, you're going to say that now that he that Adam ate from the Eitz Hadas, now he's going to be uh, 
echad mimenu, and what's that yechidus, what's that unique aspect? Ladas toivara. So man is going to be more godlike after the sin. How are you going to say that the el yoinim, right, where it says, that perspective, the, the Elyonan perspective, the godly perspective is a human post-sin perspective. So Adam became more godlike after the sin in that he knows Taivan Ra. It seems to be it seems to be backwards. It seems to be very difficult. In line with the the reason that I'm mentioning in the middle of Likut Naran, we said that that Nishmas Yisrael's Rakba is is that that's Taiv. Wanted to say like this, the the Tanya actually says that the brings from maybe Chaim Vital in the beginning that the side of the Eitz Adas is that there was an eruv of Taiv and Ra. The when Adam the Nefesh Chaim already says all this farm speak about what before the 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 original Chait. Now, now well, let's say now now we think of ourselves as bad. Some we some think of ourselves as 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 Ra. Oftentimes, I want to do something bad. I want chocolate cake. I have Tivus. I enjoy uh, engaging in certain types of pleasure. And my Seichel tells me that that's not the right thing to do. But is that really the true perspective? Not really, because the Yitzhahara is something that really is anti that, it's opposition, so that we could come to our true self. Really, the true perspective is that the Yitzhahara was external. I want to do the right thing. I identify with the right thing. I want to do Ratzon Hashem. And then the Yitzhahara presents itself externally as telling me to do the wrong thing. Well, the nature of that Nisayin and how that dynamic works uh, exactly is for another time. But the Yitzhahara was something that was external to us. So before the Chait, it wasn't that before the Chait Adam wasn't Yodeya anything. Before the Chait Adam was Yodeya Toiv. Before the Chait there was black and white. And Adam Arishon understood that there's Rotz and Hashem, and then there's this other, this other force, this counter force, this idea of Ra. Once Adam ate, but but the the from Hakadosh Baruch Hu's perspective, there was only Taiv. Because from Adam's perspective, in order for us to exist. We existed within the universe, Gan Eden over there, that we existed within the universe that was suitable for the nature of our Nisayan, of our Bechira, to have black and white, and that was going to be our Avoda. What happened after the Chait? There was some sort of an, integ- an integration it wove together Tov and Ra. So instead of having black and white, we saw one Hanhaga. There was gray. And how do, has, once we live in a gray world, how do we know what to do? Because again, we have the Tyro, we have Nevoah, we have HaKadosh Baruch Hu telling us the way to go. Now, at this point, beforehand, Adam was different from from the Elyonim. Why? Because from the outside looking in, from the from the Elyonim perspective, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's perspective looking into the world, there's one han, there's one Hanhaga. That Hanhaga is Taiv. It's true that from our perspective, from male, from man's perspective, things seem to be Ra, but that's only because we live in a Gamzu Litova world. There's a black and there's white, and ultimately we know everything will, 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 will become really one Hanhaga. At that point, everything is really going to be one Hanhaga. From the point of view of Akadosh Baruch Hu, everything is one Hanhaga now. From the point of view of mankind, there were two Hanhagas. There was black and white. There was good and bad. It was on us to allow good to triumph over evil. Once we ate from the Eifat we were Yoide Tovara. It wasn't an expansion. It was a distortion. Right? We weren't opened up. We were clouded. There was an Eruv of Taivan Ra. Now we were Ka'achad Mimenu. Why were we Ka'achad Mimenu? Because Ka'achad Mimenu, from Akadosh Baruch Hu's perspective, there's one Hanhaga. Shem Achadosh 
Shmai Echad. From a point of view of our perspectives, that we had Bechira, there was black and white, there was two perspectives, and that's what we needed in order to have our Avoda. Now that we were going to be Kachad Menu and also seeing one Hanhaga, so now but the problem is that's that's a distorted one Hanhaga. We don't see one Hanhaga of, of, of white, of Taiv. We see one Hanhaga of gray. Now that's going to be a problem because now that's a game changer in terms of the Avoda. We lived in a universe where the Avoda was suited for our perspective of having, of being a Yodea Tov. Now that we were going to end up being Yodea Tov and Ran, having a distortion and a mixture, an integration of just seeing gray, so now we had to get ejected from the garden because now that we were different and the way that we related to the Bria is different, our Avoda is going to be different, the nature of our Bechir is going to be different, and the universe in which we operate had to be different. Similar, by the way, that uh, what we, we spoke out earlier, maybe in Tyrus 7, that once once we're holding in a different place, we couldn't be in Eretz Yisrael. To be in Eretz Yisrael, you have to be holding in a certain place, so you have Eretz Yisrael, the Kavoda. The, the, once a person's holding on a lower level, they need to go into Gullus because they'll be they'll be burnt up. They can't handle the Kedusha. They can't handle the Gili of Eretz Yisrael. So it's not just a punishment. It's a it's a consequence. And I, th- I think that there's MS to it. Again, you can, uh, my email's on the, uh, on the thing. Feel free to shoot me an email email or text if you, you know, let me know what you think, because I, I was thinking about that this year. But, in any event, M-R-U-B-I-N 214 at gmail.com, so I'd love to hear from you. But uh, but in any event, um, I, I think that that's just a nice thought for this week, so let's let's see if we can accomplish a little bit more ground. So Tov is is the same as Nisham Yisrael. This Tov is captured by the Goyim, and what happens is that this Tov is able to resonate through clearing up the air, through the Tzaddik, to ultimately have Gerim come close. How does this, ha- how does this happen? How is how is this Tov by uh, by the Goyim? When the Goyim arm is Gaber, which happens through Pagam is right? In other words, the Shefa is going to the wrong place, the Gashmir, is, is primary so what ends up happening is that the Goyim end up being in a primary position and Klal Yisrael are not able to do mitzvahs they are not able to bring the the Ratzon Hashem and even if they have the desire to do mitzvahs they're not able to bring that into the Bria there were certain times there was the Gemara's in Rosh Hashanah Daf Yates and Bav Basra Daf Samach Mila Daf Yudzayin just reading from the note I don't have that uh, I don't have it all in my head but in any event, there were certain times in history that we that the Jews were not in a position to bring me kayachalapayal certain mitzvahs. Now, where where was that energy? Where was that? It, it couldn't come out. So where was that? Where was that ruchnistic energy that was like held back? Nimza shehatayiv shehayu Yisrael tzrichem lasayis that the tayiv that Klai Yisrael had to do, they had to bring Ratzon Hashem out into the bria who kavish tachas yadam. It's as if there's, there's these spiritual realities. A person is born. There's there's a there's a bris to be done. There's there's Shabbos in the bria. A person says shechalus haShabbos. Uh, the uh, a person is uh, Shabbos exists whether we keep it or not. But but uh, where's the antenna? for Shabbos, uh, it, it's, it's said that, uh, that excuse me, every day had a partner, I think it's quoted from the Gra. I heard of Nushan Sherman talking about this idea once, and the way that he framed it, it said, every day has a, a partner, and Shabbos came, to Kaddish Barlam said, I don't have a partner, Hashem said, Klal Yisrael, what does it mean? There was the days, there was light and dark that was created, and then there was the day that brought Mikhail Chalapayel, the sun, moon, and stars, there was water and dry land, there was the day that brought Mikhail Chalapayel, that there was things that fly and things that swim. 
All right, every day had the first three days of one and four and two and five come Shabbos, and yet there's this tremendous spiritual kayach, and there's nothing to bring it into the Bria, right? It's like a, a tremendous, think about a, a brilliant physicist, who, and all he can do is, uh, the only job he can get teaching is is uh, second grade science. It's frustrating if it's really bad. What he tries to do is try to teach the second graders on his level, and he just messes them all up. Otherwise, he teaches them what he should do, and maybe he's frustrated. But there's no antenna for that. Comes HaKadosh Baruch Hu and says, Klal Yisrael, is going to be a clea for Shabbos. But over here, you have this tremendous this tremendous Kedusha out there, and it's held back. Where does it go? It's as if it's Kavosh Tachas, uh, tachas Yadam. And one of the ideas we said, so now there's this unique, there's still a chiyos, there's still a life force that's coming to the world that allows it to run, but if it doesn't have the correct outlet, so then it's as if it goes through the goyim and then filters through the the, the Jews. I think maybe we talked about this in Torah 5, one of the other Torahs, but, uh, but in other words, really, we should be the main, the Klaiso should be the main actor, the main event, and the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the world goes through Klai Yisrael, and then you have the, the other actors, the supporting actors on the stage that have the, some people, People are going to build bridges. Some people are going to build whatever. Whatever they're going to build is really all going to be in line. The orange is the fruit, and the peel is there to protect the fruit. Once all of a sudden, the 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 peel of the fruit doesn't view itself as supporting and protecting and keeping fresh the fruit, and it exists on its own. It's it, it turns into klipa. Everything everything becomes distorted. And therefore, this this taiv, as as the the, the shefa comes down to the world, and you have a klal yisrael, and a klal yisrael can't achieve its purpose. Not only by the way is klal yisrael held back, but there's a distortion in other parts of the bria as well. And this kedusha is again; these concepts are hard for us. Is somehow captured. It's like waiting to come out tachas uh, the gayim, although it like almost seems to lose its identity uh, if it forgets what it what it is. Or the Jews are held back because of of taxes that are placed on them. Or they just simply they they steal uh, the other things from Klai Yisrael that that hamper us to be able to have the tools we need for our potential. They call these three ideas: the Xeris on Klai Yisrael and, and taxes and other restrictions, or just taking good that would otherwise be coming to the Jews. These these sparks in the Bria of Ruchnius, whatever it is, are somehow held back and under the the control of the uh, of the Gentiles. Now. So now these chelke neshamas Yisrael is by them zoicher shebami makom kadosh velyin maod. Initially, there's still some sort of a point of attachment to these lofty things. It's a member of Klai Yisrael. Sometimes you see historically, you know, that you'll have the the grandparents that were that, that were from, and then the the kids in in Gullis in certain generations didn't fare as well. But they were still they they still tremendously donated, let's say, to Jewish causes. Tremendous philanthropists. Uh, Maybe they had in them that there was no way in the world that they they would want their children to marry Goyim, whatever it was. But little by little, as it moves farther and farther away... It loses its identity. So, and 
and there's it's it, there's a a yearning, even if not ultimately expressed uh, in its full force, to be able to come back to its source. Little by little, the the the, the kedusha and the sparks lose the, the 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 expressed identity, and it becomes much more dormant, and it's kovesh under the goyim the the, the control. until it's like grabbed and it's captured and it's tied by them so there's still you have a lot of I don't know Nobel Prize winners that are that are Jewish Jews can be a Maveza Adam and Adam is a seeker uh, there's a lot of Jewish people that have tremendously lofty ambitions but the direction of the ambitions is distorted towards culture that is alien to uh, to Jewish ideals until the Taiv is there it's inherently Taiv it's a Chalik of the Nisham of Yisrael and yet it seems to forget its milas va'idei hadibur ha'yisraeli. But now that we have, it says over here that it's the dibur Yisraeli and not the dibur of the tzaddik, because ultimately the tachlis in which we're talking about these ideas is, even though it's generated from the tzaddik, is talking about when it hits its mark and it's understood by the Yisra- the Yisraelim, by the Jews that are uh, sort of in gullus in this context and are able to this neshama Israel is able to come back. So we talk about it in terms of dibur Yisraeli canal, which is presenting itself. In the Gaiishis Farm, in the secular sources, because it's it's housed there, but but Ba'etzem, there's this kedusha that's that that's that's held back, even though it's not outwardly identifying as such. At that point, the 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 chelik of the neshamas, as it were, that's uh, that's within the goyim. It's going to be able to find once there's clarity. It, it doesn't take much. Sometimes the 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 farther a person is, it takes something very small to be able to uh, to to be able to awaken that Jewish identity. I think there's a story from. Uh, from after the war that there were a bunch of Jewish children, I don't remember the names or who it was by, but there's a story that after the war, a bunch of Jewish children were taken by Christian families and they ended up in some sort of an orphanage and uh, a Rav, I forget who it was, went to go find uh, find these children. So as he was walking through the orphanage, how was he going to identify which children were Jewish and not? So he, he said, Shema Yisrael and they, 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 by saying Shema Yisrael the kids, like you know, some of them like started crying they, they answered Baruch Hashem, they remembered what when their parents, uh, when their parents were putting them to bed, but all of a sudden, these these neshamas, this chelik of neshama that's that's far away. So once all of a sudden, even though it's dormant and they seem to have lost their the, the way that they identify, but now that the air is clear, all of a sudden, in the most farthest place, they're going to be able to see the things that are that are incongruous in their own ideas and their own ideology, and the, the idea of what's MS is going to pop out, and they're going to appreciate that, and it's going to come forward. The tov will be able to refine its milo, which of course will have to be cultivated to come into its own. How be'etzim comes from a very lofty place. That be'etzim it's coming from the from within the shleimus of Klal Yisrael. Shakol and, and and it finds the shleimus as being part of that uh, that that ultimate bigger structure in that picture. Shakol ha'elamos shenivrubitz v'shvilam. That be'etzim the world was created for Klal Yisrael. Yisrael and for this kedusha and for this expression of Ratzon Hashem, v'hema hayoytzrim yoshvei netan emamelach b'melachto. The pasuk is actually in Devarim Yamim. It's talking about the Yichus of Yehuda, but the, literally it says these are the architects, those who dwell in the fields uh, and the hedges, who are together with the king in his work.
But the way that we're understanding the panemius of this Pasuk, and as helps with Rav Chaim Kramer's note, is that the Jewish souls were the architects who, as it were, joined with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in, uh, in creation. Uh, we said that the, the, the Jewish souls, the Neshamas of Klal Yisrael, are the, the, the Ratzon. They, they were tied into the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's creation and how he structured the world and the Tachlis of the world, and therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu's spouse in, 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 in the Jewish nation is uh, part and parcel of the creation of the world. Also, he brings a medrash that HaKadosh Baruch Hu consulted with the souls of the tzaddikim. Uh, he took counsel in creating the world, which also explains why the tzaddikim are capable of revealing the spires in creation. Each and every Jew brings from the Parparas L'Chachma. Uh, and therefore, uh, therefore, we say that actually that each Jew can accomplish on a small scale what the true tzaddikim can accomplish for the world at large. Uh, but in any event, we see that we see this idea this idea reflected in the pasuk, and he brings from the Menachal that this is this is uh, the reason why the, there's an idea to attach oneself to the tzaddikim uh, and to, and to their followers, no matter how unworthy and distant a person feels from a kaddish baruch Hu, they can always find the good in his paras. Because again, some people might have a bigger piece of that puzzle, some people have, might have a smaller piece of that puzzle, some people might have to dust themselves off to find out exactly what their piece is. But because we're ultimately moving towards a shleimus, and once all of the begam is back, is, uh, comes to find the Tikkun. So then Be'ezus Shemiz Baruch will be ready for the third base of Mikdash and the, the Mizbech at that point. We're moving towards the Shlemus. So therefore, the, to the extent that we can attach ourselves to the Tzaddikim, to their followers, to to bring ourselves perspective, to seeing through this lens, to understanding the Asparas that HaKadosh Baruch has in Klaistral, to finding our place in creation, to manifesting Ratzin Hashem, so that brings us uh, closer to the uh, to, to the ultimate to the ultimate tachlis, the ultimate gilui kvodeis barach, and we, this can be accomplished to bring ourselves close to tzaddikim. Ki Hakadosh Baruch Hu Nimlach Im Nisham Nishmas Yisrael Livrei Asaylam because Hakadosh Baruch Hu, like we just brought, consulted with the Nishmas Yisrael and perhaps the Nishmas Sadikim specifically uh, to create the world. Vazai Maschazeh Toivlet Star Uliskagel Asher Nafal Mimakom Gavoya Kazeh. And now this good, this Toiv, starts to uh, to to have a to be Masegeya to like pine for it, to be pained over the fact that it's not there yet over uh, over having. Come from such a, a high level, and it fought to fall in to, to such a low place. And now it's it's like held back. All of a sudden, this revelation—you know—a person, even in day to day, a person can get uh, can can get so caught up in day to day and going in the wrong direction, and then all of a sudden, something will remind them of uh, of when they were plugged into something righteous during a positive point in their life, maybe when they were younger, uh, whatever it is, and and all the the things that seem to that that seem to dictate all of their day to day and that they're they're running after just seems so empty and they just wish if they don't wish that they were back they they wish that they wish that they were back but it awakens something in their heart for yavai chas v'shalom lechilyan v'hefsid and that chas v'shalom they could they're moving towards becoming lost the rights lahamshech v'lachzer lemkomo and they only want to be back in their place. But because they're so entrenched and meshed 
in all of these other things. When the toiv begins to find the expression in the good again, it becomes it goes back to its source. It's going to bring back right all of a sudden and all of a sudden a person starts off on the on the straight and narrow and then they go and they get different life experiences uh, that maybe it would have been better for them not to have. But now when they come back, they take that with them. So all of a sudden they, they look back, let's say even in a academic level, a person goes and they learn science and philosophy or career-wise, and then all of a sudden now they learn Bava Kama, they learn Bava Metziah, and now they went and they had all this other, let's say, secular knowledge, civil knowledge, whatever it is, not even necessarily uh, bad for purposes of my example, but they were pursuing career, pursuing finance, a legal career, and now they come back and they, they, they look back through all of these other things that they brought with them, and they say, they see the truth of Bava Metziah, right? Mishpatim Bal Yudum. All of a sudden, they appreciate the 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 Mishpatim of Klal Yisrael. They appreciate the Shulchan Aruch. They recognize that there's a, a way that the Torah deals with these same things that, uh, that that the civil law deals with. They're a different person. They bring all of those things back with them. This is this is at its core. This is the idea of all these things. Now it's dangerous. Also, the Gemara says Kashagem Kasapachas, and there's uh, there's different pshatim in that. The same way that this is dynamic about something becoming awakened. Sometimes something from the outside comes. Uh, you know, a ger can come to Klal Yisrael, and then something can be awakened in them, and all of a sudden now they're a, a full-fledged Jew, and they can they can go back the other way. This idea of having something dormant that's able to to ultimately have something resonate with it can apply in different directions. We have to be conscious. But in our in our context, where is it that the Geirim come? That that the, when the Balchuva, because we have this this something that's inherently Tahar, inherently Kadosh, is is awakened and comes back. Now it will bring back not only itself, but it will bring to the table other things as well. Um, Rav Chaim Kramer's note over here. No, it was uh, a couple pages, but mentioned now, it says that this is the idea of, because we're going to quote some psukim from Aleinu, which was uh, composed by Yeshua, and Zara says, Aleinu, that we say, was composed by Yeshua after he conquered Yericho, and we're going to quote some of those psukim, he's going to mention that after the tzaddik went, uh, you know, gained renown, uh, that Yeshua's fame was spread among the nations due to the miracles he performed, that ultimately resulted in Rachav, uh, who who converted, and what the story was over there, and, and that uh, the, the tzaddik, that the, the the clarity that the tzaddik and his messaging brought also also facilitated that game come close. So back where we are, Shein Bechinas Haras Nishlash Mehem Matov, that this Bechina of Ra, that, uh, that, that when the Taiv comes back, it drags with it some of the Ra. When the Taiv comes back to its place, it's not the, the, the person that, that took a left turn and then came back. For you know, for whether it was the the person's own fault or not, when he comes back, he's not just coming back the where they were a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago. They're bringing a lot of things with them. Now that that this toiv became all enmeshed that with these these other ideas in the way that I'm presenting it in in these cultural ideas and. 
other ambitions. So now it's it, it, the, the when the person comes back, these ideas will come with them, and they'll, they'll come with them and be plugged into a positive context. And this is the idea of gerim. Now we're going to bring a few psukim uh, that are uh, related to these to these ideas. It says one will inscribe with his hand to HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'Shem Yisrael Yechana and label himself by the name of Yisrael. What does this mean? He, one will inscribe his hand to Hashem, Perish Rashi, Elu Balei Tshuva, that the, the Risham from Klai Yisrael will be Chayzer B'Tshuva, Hainu B'Chinas HaToyv Sheshav V'Chayzer M'Komo, the Toyv will come back to its place, V'Zeh Nasa Al Yedei B'Chinas Ksav, this will happen through the concept of writing, uh, which which we already explained before. That when like the air is not clear, the only way to relate to uh, to somebody when you can't speak to them because there's too much, the the background is too much static is through a writing. This is the dibure amuna of tzaddikim that ultimately are uh, are are found even through the sifrei goyim. Right, we spoke about that at length, and through this bechin of ksav, people you know as far as they are will be able to come back. Bechin is vayimotze kosev asher higid mordechai kanal. Discussed this in uh, in Ice Hay of the Tyra. We brought uh, we brought the the psukim by Esther by Mordechai, which really spoke the details of Purim. Spoke about a lot of the con- concepts in our Tyra. That Achashverosh's bank, uh, the Jews were by Achashverosh's banquet, uh, and the participation was like Pagam Mizbeach, and the, the there was a concept of Avodah which was like the Paisi Yisrael moving away. They think that Hakadosh Baruch Hu no longer cared about them; he no longer took his spires in them. But it was the light of Mordechai that was able to reveal ultimately the Avin Yira to them. Uh, he dressed in sackcloth; that really it was only that the spires was covered up. But really, uh, even though it was hidden, he was able to bring it out uh, to, to bring the Sparus out, uh, and that a Jew should never give up, no matter the odds against him. Rav Chaim, the Rav Chaim Kramer goes through it, but uh, but in any event, we said, that it was found written what Mordechai had told, and therefore, that's why it says in the in the parsha of uh, in the Psukim by Yeshayahu, this idea of Ksav, this idea of of, uh, of what's that 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 even the the guy even though it's far away will find the truth even in their writings which we said was referenced by the pesukim by Mordechai and therefore the pesuk in Shayo says B'shem Yisrael Yechana label himself by the name of Yisrael Elu Gerim that these are the Gerim that are going to come and they will label themselves uh, by the name of the Jews Now that there's Balei Tshuva now that that the Toiv is reawakened it's also going to take back with them the other things Aidez and Nasa Gerim so that's some of the, what we just discussed and also pesuk in Yecheskel of Zahu by the Indian of Nevi Sheker. It says, With the writing of Yisrael, they will not be written. And to the land of Yisrael, they will not come. Admas Adama is a reference to the Mizbeach. Hainu Kshein Bechinas Ksav Yisrael. When there is not a concept of Jewish writing, uh, it says Bechsav Yisrael Lo Yukasevu, meaning that we don't have this idea, this clarity where the Ksav is going to come through. That even where, uh, even with the Tzadikim are not heard, but there's going to, there's going to once it's cleaned up, that the uh, the Emes will express itself even in the writings of the secular writing. The Gaisha writing. Shal Yado Nasim Gerim Kanal. It's through this concept of Ksiva. Uh, 
that Gerim are made, Al Yedezevel, Admos Yisrael, Lo Yavo. Therefore, Hainu Shein Zoichem, Lashlemus Mizbeach, they won't be Zoicha to the Shlemus Mizbeach, Shinikra Mizbeach Adoma, Sheshlemus Al Yedegerim, that the Shlemus of the Gerim coming back, which is uh, ultimately coming from a Tikkun in the Pagam Mizbeach, is after we said we gave charity, we gave Tzedakah to the Talmidah Chachamim, uh, and there ended up being such an influx of MS and clarity into the world that even those far away, and even the Gerim, even the Gerim will find the truth in their writings. Uh, but when there's Ksav Yisrael Lo then there will not be a lot of Yisrael Lo there won't be Gerim Vizehu. And also when David Amalek gave to Shlomo with the, the, uh, the Tzuras base Binyan base Hamikdash and Derei Yom, it says Hakol Beksav Miyad Hashem Olai Hiskil. So the Psukim over there say that all this is put in writing by the hand of Hashem, so I am instructed. Kishlemus HaSeichel, the perfection of the Seichel, which is coming after there was a Pagam in the Mizbeach, which was because the the, the Maisim were messed up, and this brought with it a uh, Akiris HaSeichel and, and false ideas, and this is this is what we were coming to uh, to fix, going back to the beginning of the lesson. Hu al Yidei Ksav, a canal, this is through the Ksav, where there's going to be a Tikkun in the Mizbeach, there's going to be Birurim, uh, the, the, the ideas are going to become clarified. Ki al Yidei Ksav Hanal, Bechinaz Vayimotzei Kosov Asher Higid Mordechai Kanal, through this Ksav, through this clarity that's going to come through once, uh, once the air is clear, once there's less static, once there, uh, w- once the communication, the in other words, the relationship with the tzaddik is able to be uh, to to emerge, so that there can be avinir coming to Klal Yisrael, and ultimately people will be bali tshuva, and even gerim will come bali days and asim gerim bali day gerim nishlam is beach. There will be the pegamim is beach will be fixed, and all of the uh, the the yinika, again when the shefa comes. So depending what's the ikar and what's the tafel, when there's a pegam in the mizbeach and there's the Yenika going to the Sitra Akra and the Goyim are in power and it, 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 it captures the, the the sparks of Kedusha and so forth. But when there's a Tikkun in this and there's the Tikkun in the Begamit Be'ach and the Seichel emerges and even and uh, even those other forces come close, uh, the, the, the Geirim come close, Vayidei Shleimus HaMezbe'ach, Nishlam HaSeichel, there's going to be a clarity uh, in Av and Yir and closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Nimzeh Shalidei Bechinas HaKsav Kanal Nishlam HaSeichel. And therefore, through this this uh, this Ksav, uh, the Seichel will be rectified. V'zehu HaKol B'Ksav Miyad Hashem Alai Hizkil. And this is, the all is put in writing by the hand of Hashem. Ki Alai Hizkil, so that I am Hizkil, so I am instructed through the Ksav, that's going to be, which is which is going to be a Malbush, it's going to carry the uh, communication and the message of the tzaddik, that's how there's going to be a, a shlemus in this bech. V'zehu l'sakein oylam b'malchus shakai. These are the pesukim we just mentioned from uh, from Aleinu. This is l'sakein oylam b'malchus shakai to perfect the world through the malchus of shakai. The name shakai we've actually mentioned this before, but the the, the note over here mentions also what shakai that there's uh, that there's enough yesh die. That there's enough godliness to satisfy the needs of all creation. There's no need for anything else. There's no need for other ideas. When we look at the world, if if, if I give a uh, if I give you the tools for your job, you have everything you need. If you go and you decide that it's wonderful that I'm a carpenter, but I would rather do be a jeweler. So now all of a sudden, the hammer doesn't fit my task. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives us the, the the tools that we need, and ultimately we'll find the satisfaction when we're in line with our tachlis in life. When we have a distorted perspective, so we don't have what we need, and then all of a sudden that breeds kinna and jealousy and tainas, but lamaisa.
if we would look at the world, there's shakai, there's there's dai, there's enough. Everything that we need in the, the, the everything that we need in the world that we need for avodah Hashem is in the world. There's no need for anything outside of avodah. There's no need for other ideas. There's no need for uh, for anything else. It's otherwise uh, perspective of avodah zari brings a beautiful point over here. That even a person, even a person who thinks that they're too far away, that they can't come back, is a bechin of avodah zarah. The way that we presented it, even the Paisha Yisrael can find themselves within shleimus. If we think that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the balarachemim, I think we mentioned once, or Pinkus pointed this out by uh, by Mena- the time of Menasha. If we think that that even Hakadosh Baruch Hu's rachemim is limited, and there's no place for us to find our way back because of what we've done, so then we're putting limitations on Hakadosh Baruch Hu. At that point, Hashem is just a rachemim, but he's not a balharachemim. There's a limit to that also. If Hakadosh Baruch Hu the infinite chesed and balrachimim. So therefore, it's the bechin of avodah zarah. If we think we can't find our way back, right? To chew on that a little bit. All of all of humanity will call on your name. This is the concept of tshuva. Kanal. It's interesting. We say tshuva is really coming close. You're returning to where you were. Where 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 were we? Even a person who didn't go uh, t- take a left turn and go you know in a bad direction. But if we're really starting off at that level, even above ra, and we're re- we could really return the Yisrael we could return to who we really are. There's always room to come to come closer uh, to come closer. But certainly in our context, where we're talking about the kedusha that was swallowed up because of the circumstances by Goyim. Shechayzer atayvim kaimai kanal to come back, come back home. Kishakai hu bechinas tshuva, sheshav b'tshuva al pagam avayda zara. That there we that there's a chazara b'tshuva because of uh, because of going in the wrong direction towards avodazara kishaka ubechina sheyesh dai belakusi lecholbria that everything in the world can find its expression and its tachlis in Hashem and only because there was a pagam that all of a sudden once things were distorted so then things didn't seem to fit and at least in the short term there was a uh, like we said a ruach saara uh, right in other words something that's coming from a hose something's coming from a faucet it's open and it drips, but the source is endless, and it can continue on an infinitum. But if you have a, a still pool of water and you stir it very quickly, so it could be that there's a wind for a short period of time, and it seems to be much stronger. But ultimately, it's, if it's not attached to the emes, it's not attached to nitzchias, then it's short-lived. Uh, but over over here, so sometimes the other things seem to be more exciting. They seem to fit more what we need at the time, but they're only short-lived, and uh, and it passes, and ultimately it's not attached to nitzchias and emes. If we understand, if we have clarity, there's no need for any other for any other avoida and all of the the risham that the avodah becomes uh, becomes uh, becomes stronger when there's a pagam in the zayach, a pagam in the mechila, the uh, achila, and there's distorted priorities, and there's no birurim. But ultimately, once we attach ourselves, we find tikkun. So then, all the rishayarets will come back. Zebachinas geirim. Those are the rishayarets. The 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 toiv is going to be reawakened, and the geirim will come close. sevel, and everybody will recognize you. All of the dwellers of the earth. Zebachinas shlemus hadash kanal. That through the achila bekashras, then all of the the negative intellect, the, the distorted intellectual ideas will also go, and this is that shakai will be at your treasure, and silver will fly into your hand, meaning there will be clarity, that through the kesef of tzedakah, that makes it that they, it will fly through the air, that there will be clarity, which we started off with, that the air will be like flying, will be clear, that the air will be like flying, will be clear, 
Beautiful, this is in line with everything that we've been discussing. Uh, and therefore, uh, and therefore, both in terms of in terms of uh, the the concepts that we've been talking about in a uh, almost like a theoretical level or in a practical level, when Balechuva find their way home, there even the the things that initially started off being outside it as a negative ideas, everything will find expression when the type comes back. It's be like uh, we could even talk about like chuva meava when it comes back. So even those things that the, that started off being bad, some secular, when those things are turned around and they can now find themselves really be'etzem within a, a framework of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so now they join the, they, they, that started off on the outside, but it comes part of the Jewish people, and that's a Bechina um, that's a Bechina of of Gerim. Okay, uh, so next time, Be'ezus Hashem, we're back in the game, and we will we will continue on to Ais, uh, to Ais Zion, and uh, we'll see if next time we can finish the Torah, maybe it'll take another time and a half, uh, but have a fabulous day.